This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Visit bigheadsmedia.com for more great podcasts. Welcome in, everyone, and thank you for listening to the 50th ever episode of the Missouri Sports Podcast, brought to you by 106 Apparel and recording from the Rebel Advertising Studio in beautiful Springfield, Missouri. I'm one of your hosts, Cameron Albert, alongside my good friend and fellow Mizzou fan, Kyle DeVries. How are you doing today, Kyle? I'm doing great, Cameron. Thanks for having me on. Oh, I'm just happy to have you. Um, <laughs> I don't really, I do care uh, if you're good or great or whatever you usually say, but I think the listeners are probably all wondering what that sound they heard was before our nice little intro music and our intro there because they heard our first promo for big heads media podcast network because we have been invited to join a podcast network and we accepted their invitation so um just a few quick changes uh nothing as far as like content wise will really be changing with the show you will start to see some ads pop up here and there. Uh, There'll be some ads for other podcasts on the network, as well as just um, some ads that they'll send us that we'll do some live read type things live because it's recorded. But um, hopefully that's okay with everyone. Uh, We appreciate you still listening. This is, like I said last week, a great time to jump on board and start listening to our show because we're uh, heading for a really um, important football season for uh, Mizzou football and we're going to be talking about the schedule coming up we've talked about the players we're going to do a really cool seven on seven draft this week um, but the show that you have enjoyed so far won't be changing there'll just be some ads and we're really excited to be part of a podcast network uh, hopefully we get some cool opportunities from that and I don't really want to slow down or just stay the same with kind of what we're putting out there. So my goal is through this podcast network, it'll maybe open up some opportunities for us to do some more content, maybe on YouTube, uh, maybe some vlog type videos when we go to games and stuff. So those are some of the ideas I've been thinking about and um, we're really excited to do it and I hope everybody supports us in that. You can have a response. I, 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 you just absolutely nailed it, Cameron. I'm so proud of you. That, that was so well done. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah. So just stay tuned for, for any of that stuff. If we decide to do anything on YouTube or, or whatever it is, uh, we will let you know. So yeah, I appreciate you, you guys listening and helping us uh, get to where we are. So I just completely ignored you when you said how you were doing today. So do you want to elaborate on anything? Uh, no, not really. Just, just, just great. Just straight up and down. Okay. Well, uh, like I teased a little bit, we're going to be doing a seven on seven draft. It's going to be really special and it's made even more special because we have a special guest in the studio with us. If you've been listening to us for a while, you might recognize him. It's producer Cameron. Producer Cameron is back, folks. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Thanks for joining us for this uh, special occasion. It is our 50th episode. I wouldn't miss it. And we just passed the year mark a couple weeks ago and... It's just crazy that we've been doing this for a year and that we put out, we will have put out 50 episodes by the time this goes out. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. I, I went back and listened to one of our first episodes earlier today. And <laughs> I mean, I probably still do the same annoying stuff that I did oh, then, yeah. but uh, for, it was still like a little bit weird. But yeah, it's crazy. It was a, it's a year ago that we that we started. I feel like it really flew by. I mean, yeah. even the off season, of course, we did every other week there for a little while, but 
I definitely thought it was going to be really hard to find like content at certain times in the year, but we always we always yeah. find something to talk about. Oh yeah, um, we cheated there on one episode that uh, was just our favorite Mizzou moments, but it had a really good response because it's now our number one uh, most listened to episode. So people really liked it apparently, um, and it looks like we've added some listeners here in the last few weeks because some of our more recent episodes are charting well among all of our past episodes yeah it's the uh the hype for the football season coming up so and i am right there with you guys so we are we're super stoked to uh to get started it's gonna be fun so before we get on to the seven on seven draft we have some news to go over and i've got this kind of in no particular order so some of it might seem kind of random but the first thing i have here is that emmanuel hall was cut by the bears but then picked up by tampa bay so he joins former Tigers Blaine Gabbert and Terry Beckner Jr. in Tampa Bay. Yeah, I think that's going to be a good thing for Emmanuel Hall potentially in the long run. Uh, I mean, I don't know if he's going to stick anywhere, but if he's going to, I think this is a, is a good shot for him because I really think the the Bucks like to throw the ball. I mean, they've got Jameis Winston, obviously, and uh, their offensive coordinator, whose name escapes me at the moment, uh, Bruce Arians. Or is he their head coach? No, he's their I think he's their offensive coordinator. Sorry we'll to put you on the spot. On that. Yeah, please, uh, research department, uh, help us out. But uh, no matter who is there, they like to throw the ball deep, and they did a ton last year with Fitzpatrick, if you remember that. Bruce Arians is the head coach. Head coach. Interesting. Okay, so I think Hall definitely has a good shot because if you uh, have watched any Mizzou football games in the past, you know that Emmanuel Hall likes to run really far and catch deep balls, and he's really good at it. So I think the offense in Tampa Bay suits him well. I don't really think that's really what Chicago wanted to do. I mean, they're just, they're more of a, I don't know, kind of small ball team. So on offenses at least. So I think it'll be a good fit for him. Uh, fun fact, Tampa Bay's offensive coordinator is Byron Leftwich. Really? Yeah. Hmm. He was uh, obviously a former quarterback. It's a name I haven't heard in a long time. Yeah. So next item on the news. Yeah, I'm super excited, though, for Emmanuel Hall just to hopefully get some healthy game time. I mean, I just I feel like teams will be able to utilize his speed Mm -hmm. and he'll be successful if he finds the right spot and can stay healthy. Definitely. Oh, by the way, producer Cameron, since you're here, you are a Denver Bronco fan. Yes. Have you been able to watch any Drew Locke? Um, I watched the Hall of Fame game a little bit. Okay, so that was the first game? Yeah. And I haven't really got to see any... Well, I guess they've only played one other game. I th- yeah, they played but, two games. So his I, first did, I didn't get to... I haven't seen any of the video from last week. Gotcha. But yeah, his first game, he... he played, I mean, it was his first NFL yeah. game ever, so I mean, whatever. But his second game, I think he... we might. Did we talk about this last week? A little bit. Okay, yeah. well, he, he played a lot better. He had, uh, he had like 20-something passing attempts, played a lot of the game, and... Had a t- had a touchdown as well, so good to see some week to week improvement. Yeah, I mean it's nice that he's getting a lot of playing time during preseason. Yeah. Next news item: uh, Mizzou football got a commitment from Mantra Edwards Jr. Yeah, this that is a name I have never heard before. <laughs> I saw the tweet that he committed. Yeah, I was about to say that it completely came out of nowhere, almost like Axel Congo style. That was just like, who in the world is this dude? Uh, but he is a defensive tackle from Mississippi, uh, and his offer list was among one of the most impressive I have ever seen of anyone to commit to Mizzou. Uh, it was just nuts. <clears throat> I think I tweeted out some of the schools that 
had offered him, and I'll look that up really quick and just read off a couple of those because there's definitely some heavy hitters. Uh, no way to really know if all of these are committable or not, but it's still uh, definitely some legitimate interest, I would assume, from some of these schools. But some of the schools that uh, Rivals lists as his offers uh, are from Arizona State, Auburn, Florida, Florida State, LSU, Michigan, Oregon, Tennessee, West Virginia, and probably like 20 more, literally. So Wow. Very good to uh, – that's <clears throat> one of the first things I look at as far as uh, usually how, how um, promising a prospect is. It's just like, all right, who else was in on this guy? And that's not always gospel, but that's definitely a, a, a pretty good clue as to uh, his demand in the market. So that that's a good thing to see that a lot of teams, a lot of – very reputable programs uh, wanted the services of Montre Edwards Jr. So, look forward what to what position uh, does he play? Defensive tackle. Okay. So, looks looking forward to uh, getting to know him a little bit better. Um, Missouri has has a nice class shaping up. Um, they have several other defensive linemen committed. I think they have three DNs, and I think Edwards is probably the second defensive tackle uh, to commit in this class. So, lots of lots of bodies coming in next year. Next Brick. up, we got. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, Brooke Haley's getting it done. Oh yeah. Uh, next up, we got some bad news. Tied in Brendan Scales out six to eight weeks with a broken bone in his foot. So second year in a row that a uh, potential contributor at the tight end position has gone down in the preseason. Yeah, that's a real bummer because uh, it really seemed like he had kind of turned a page uh, and was really uh, looking promising in this camp so far. Um, and our tight end position like the it's just a disaster with health issues right now obviously alberto has had some issues on and off throughout college and he really hasn't he had like a knee sprain like a week ago hasn't really practiced much since uh, i think daniel parker jr has been out the last couple of days with whatever i don't even know and now obviously scales is out so uh, i would definitely look for the incoming freshman uh i'm gonna probably butcher this but his name is nico he his last name is spelled H-E-A, and I don't know how to say that, but it's something <laughs> like that. So uh, look for Nico to definitely shed the red shirt this year, and he will probably see the field and special teams. He could even potentially uh, get some run uh, at tight end um, with just all the, the depth issues. We also have Messiah Swenson, who looked very promising, but now you know he's coming off an ACL injury. So all five, you know, four of the five tight ends are have got some health issues right now, so it might be a little bit interesting. Well, hopefully Alberto is good to go for game one and the rest of the season, and we just don't really have to worry about that too much. I agree with you on that, Cameron. Um, next piece of news, and last thing I have, unless we add anything, um, the coaches, all SEC teams uh, were released, and Missouri had a pretty good showing. Um, three players on the first team with um, offensive lineman Trevor Wallace-Sims, Tight end Albert Okwebenam, linebacker Kale Garrett. Uh, second team, we had uh, Demarcus Acey. <laughs> I misspelled it. I just it. realized why you laughed. Yeah. Uh, third team, we had Larry Roundtree, Yasir Durant, Jordan Elliott, and Tucker McCann. Looks so, like you meant to type CB for cornerback Acey, but yeah. you just typed CD Annie. <laughs> I must not have been paying attention too much there. That's okay. We knew what you meant. You knew what you meant. Oh yeah, um, what are your thoughts on that? Is there? 
I'm I'm also type I'm like uh, editing the document right now as I'm saying it, <laughs> and in my head you were seeing my edits even though you're looking at a piece you thought of paper. I was looking at like a like a physical like Google document <laughs> yes. like a like a uh, 3D printed Google document. Um, no no <laughs> no real big uh, surprises. Um, I think maybe honestly I think Kale Garrett. I, I'm I've said a million times I think Kale Garrett is one of the most important players on the team. Uh, I wouldn't have been surprised if he was second or third team. I, I feel like outside of Mizzou, he doesn't typically get the respect maybe he de- that he deserves, uh, but definitely got some serious respect here on first team. I mean, that's yeah. that's saying a lot for, By the coaches, uh, for a yeah. middle linebacker. Yeah, definitely the coaches clearly uh, respect Mizzou this year. Is there anybody on the team that you think could creep onto one of these lists by the end of the year? I know I'm putting you on a the spot there. Uh, let me think about that for a second. Um I think Jordan Elliott, he's third team. I think he has a chance to be higher than that at yeah. the end of the season. Um, I, think I feel like the SEC always has so many good defensive oh, yeah, linemen. The, yeah, the line is really like... You could kind of take the top eight guys and they're yeah. all going to be really good. I think the trenches is honestly what sets the SEC apart from, from other leagues. But um, I think Christian Holmes maybe has a, has a chance to get there. And I think uh, both um, safeties... Bledsoe and Gillespie both have a chance to to get on one of these lists. I, I think that the secondary is going to be very much improved um, than it has been in the last couple of years. Obviously, that's kind of a, I mean, it can't be a lot worse. Right. So that's not saying a lot. But I, I really do think the secondary could be pretty good this year. I think Ryan Walters was quoted in an article today or yesterday saying that uh, Bledsoe and Gillespie could potentially be two of the best safeties he's ever coached if they continue to play as well as they have been practicing. So that's obviously pretty uh, pretty strong words. How about Mr. Kelly Bryant? Um, yeah, I mean, certainly. I think he has, has a chance to be second or third team for sure. Um, obviously, uh, Tua and Fromm are going to be really tough to uh, to take out in the first first couple teams, but definitely has a shot. Yeah, I wouldn't be. I mean, if you look at this list right here, the coaches I think really nailed the most important players on Missouri's roster. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, outside I mean, of Kelly Bryant, I mean, obviously the the coaches are probably you know knee deep in this stuff way more than anybody else in the world. But I, I still feel like some of these guys are easy to miss. You know, Wallace Sims and, and Durant. You know, they're offensive linemen. Sometimes you can you can uh, overlook how, how much of a difference those guys make if you're not you know watching the team every every game game to game or whatever it is so I, I respect the coaches for realizing you know how good our offensive line is and um, some of these guys guys getting mentioned is, is really cool another team that was announced was the CBS Sports All-American team preseason All-American and Missouri's Albert Okwebunam made first team All-American according to CBS Sports Wow. You know, uh, I think a stat I saw recently was Albert O has played, I think, 19 career games, and he has 18 total touchdowns, so almost averaging a touchdown per game. He's been putting up numbers. He's been putting up the numbers. So that's, I mean, is that nationwide? That's for all teams? All-American. All-American. That is... CBS Sports preseason All-American. If he if he can have a good season, if he, which honestly I think the biggest thing is if he can stay healthy, uh, he's... Pr- probably going to be a first round pick next year in the nfl draft and very could possibly very well could possibly uh, live up to some of that all-american hype yeah i mean if if he's in this kind of if he's in this conversation at the end of the year he would have had an amazing season mm-hmm. and yeah probably would end up a first round pick i mean you look at the first round picks from tight end 
from the tight end position this past season. And I think physically and skill-wise, he's right up there with those guys. If he can stay healthy. Which he hasn't exactly been able to do consistently, but he's going to do it this, this year. This year's the year. All right. So, any last minute news that I left out or something you want anything you wanted to mention? Uh, I saw Geist is going to be playing in Germany. That's true. I did leave that out. Jordan Geist got picked up by a pro team in Germany. So, congratulations to him. What did that post say? It's going to get geisty yeah. in Germany. Very very cool. Yeah. I never I don't know. I never really geisty, I don't know. I did, never was really in love with that term. I just I don't know. I kind of want all the players to be geisty, I guess. Because that was what they would say when he would uh, be, you know, diving on the ball or diving on the ground for loose balls and like, um, uh, getting in the opponent's heads a little bit. Like uh, feisty with a well, G. Well, sure, of course. Is that what it does? Yeah, okay. I think that's what they're going okay, for. Okay, that was just like really obvious. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right, then that's all the news, and we're ready for the seven-on-seven seven draft. So, uh, let's check the official count research department. Is it a tie? It's a tie. What? So we put a poll out on Twitter uh, letting the listeners or our Twitter followers um, choose who got the first pick. And you guys failed us because we're at 50%, 50% tie, but also... Dead tie. uh, It's ridiculous. I don't think either one of us actually wanted the number one pick because there's a lot of pressure that comes along with that. (laughs) And you don't want to make the wrong choice. And sometimes in a snake draft, having the second, third pick is, is pretty good. Yeah, I agree. So what, so what do we do? do, we, do, do we, we flip a coin now? Yeah, I suggested that we have a rap have a battle. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to decline the invitation to rap battle. Okay, that's fine. I probably would agree. I have this. What is that? It's not very official. I have this. How do we not think to get a coin? Um, we, we can get a coin. Pick a number between 1 and 20. <laughs> <laughs> we probably would both be the equidistant and continue the tie. All right, don't know how much of that we're going to cut out, but I retrieved a quarter from my wife. She said she needs it back because it is her Aldi quarter. It's how she gets a shopping cart at the grocery store. Oh All right, gosh. try not to lose it, man. Um, okay. Kyle, you can call it. Oh, my. Right, you can right. decide. No, who that's it. fine. Call, call it in the air? air. You're going you yeah, to catch it and flip it? Yeah, I'll catch it and flip it. Okay. All right. Big Heads Media. <laughs> It is big heads media. Okay. Wow. So what does that mean? One I plug. get to choose. You get to choose if you're the if you want the first pick or you can defer. Oh god. All right. Um, I'm not even ready for this. Draft. I haven't. I haven't even thought about who I would pick if even if I had the first pick. So that means I'm going to go second. Oh my gosh! I was. I did not want that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let me get my pen. We can pause and I can go through all my uh, my documents that I brought. Oh yeah. I'm not even prepared, he says, as he pulls out his list of okay. players. I like wrote a bunch of names down, but I didn't really like think about who I would actually like pick in, in that situation. Uh, okay, so what I think we decided upon is uh, let me make this very clear before the draft. Uh, every player, we're we're both going to pick seven players. Yeah. Seven on seven. Every player has to play both offense and defense. So that'll NFL obviously style. like the video game NFL Street. If yeah, yes, that'll obviously that, heavily influence our picks. Right. So. Um, so we're looking for versatility. We're looking for well-rounded guys, maybe that yeah. that played both ways in high school or something like that. Whatever yeah. it is, and um, I think what we've decided also on offense is that we're going by three offensive linemen, 
two wide receiver, a quarterback, and a running back. And yeah. then your defense can kind of be whatever you feel. Right. And offensive linemen, obviously, those are just – there are going to be three players down in right. front. It doesn't have to be, yeah. like – Actually offensive linemen. Right. All right. So I've got the first pick. I don't know what I want to do here. I guess – also, the winner of this little competition is determined by a Twitter poll. So I feel like I need to kind of – that does weigh in. You want to pick some big yeah. names. Yeah, I want yeah, I, I want to have the I uh, thought about that. crowd pleasers on my team. So I guess I'm just gonna go with the the hype man himself and take Kelly Bryant with the number one pick. Oh dang, I just started writing in something else. <laughs> I thought you were about to pick uh Larry Roundtree, who no. I'm gonna pick. Okay, go for it. Sorry, we're, like, writing all this down. Okay, so you picked Kelly Bryant. All right, so Cameron picked a quarterback, so I am going to wait on a quarterback. Um, so I picked Larry Roundtree as my running back and, I guess, linebacker. Um, so I'm going to look for a player that can play offensive line and defensive line, and I'm going to pick Jordan Elliott. Yeah, those are exactly who I would have picked with the, with my first two picks if I was picking second. Well, how do you know I would have picked Kelly Bryant? <sighs> well, uh, yeah, <laughs> good point. Good point. <laughs> um, okay, so I hate this. Can we get like the uh, like Jeopardy theme song to play? I'm gonna cut out these big pauses. <laughs> we can put a clock up on the wall, speed it up a little bit. Cameron, you are on the clock. Oh, thanks. Um, I am going to pick. Christian Holmes. I like that pick. I think he played wide receiver in high school. And I'm also going to pick Jonathan Johnson. So it looks like you secured your, your two wide receivers and cornerbacks. Um, so it probably means you're not going to be picking any more, though, so I could probably continue to wait on my wide receivers. Unless you get fancy on me and do something crazy. I might. Yeah, I think I want to go pick. I'm going to go ahead and pick Jalen Knox because you still need a running back, and I think Jalen Knox played running back in high school. Um... And you know what? I am going to go ahead and pick my 
other wide receiver cornerback because I think this guy's too valuable to leave on the board, and that's uh, Tyree Gillespie. 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 We'll never know. I'm, <laughs> we will hopefully know soon. I think he media played, guide. I could look at last year's media guide, and it yeah, would probably have a pronunciation in there. Um, I picked him because he is very valuable uh, defensive back, obviously, but I think he has been set as one of the fastest players on the team and played running back in high school, so he's a great athlete. And uh, I should explain my pixel, I guess, a little bit more. I picked Jonathan Johnson because the same reason I picked him last year, uh, a really fast receiver and also versatile enough to uh, take advantage of some option plays coming from the wide receiver spot, maybe in a jet sweep or something like that. Makes sense. My turn. No. Who's your fourth pick? Oh, no, you, you've only picked three people, right? Right. You you do four and five now? Okay. You know Jonathan Johnson's like 700 yards away from that? We talked about that last oh, week. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, okay, so I've got my quarterback. I've got my receivers slash DBs. I'm going to actually stick with the offensive side of the ball. Partly, I'm going to pick one of the best crossover players on the team. I'm going to pick Daniel Parker Mm, Jr. That was going to be my next pick. Very good, very good. Obviously, we know he's got the best hands in the SEC, and (laughs) he has that defensive line pedigree. I think he will be able to get after the quarterback. That's a great pick. I love that little plug you just made for him. Like best hands in the SEC. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to like chart my players onto the field while That's I pick I'm them so that well. I know yeah. where everybody goes. I watch, guess watch me like forget to pick a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'll do with Kelly Bryant on defense exactly. He's fast enough. He'll probably be like a safety maybe. Yeah. All right. So I need to pick another player that will be on the offensive line but I want to shore up my defense a little bit more and I'm going to do that by picking Kale Garrett and I'm just going to hope that he can block maybe a little bit probably he will definitely try really hard (laughs) that's definitely true now you get to pick your fifth and sixth all right so I still need to pick uh two linemen and a quarterback so and I can wait on quarterback until my last pick unless you do something absolutely suicidal, <laughs> and I wish I don't think you will. Uh, and I'm so I'm just gonna pick two linemen here. Oh goodness, um, I guess I'm gonna pick Albert O. I I I don't know. That's actually terrible <laughs> because he wouldn't even be receiving in this. He I mean, be playing you can send your guy out. You can. Yeah, you yeah. can oh, send him out okay. as gonna, a tight end. I'm gonna pick Albert O. Then yeah. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. Fancy. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to look for another offensive defensive lineman. And I'm going to pick a Kale Byers. He's been very versatile um, for the defensive line uh, at his time at Mizzou. Last year he switched def- to defensive end just because we lacked depth there, and I think he's going to switch back to defensive tackle this year, so I'm just going to assume that he could probably also figure out offensive line as well. Yeah, that makes sense. Versatility is the name of the game here. All right, so I obviously still need to pick a running back, so I'm going to go ahead and just pick up Tyler Beatty. Oh, boy. Yeah, I was going to say, does that hurt you that he's not on your team? No, I understand. (laughs) 
I got Jalen Knox. I'm good. <laughs> Although, I guess Tyler Beatty's going to play a linebacker for me, and Kale Garrett's going to be a defensive end. And not his normal well, linebacker you, spot. You could just only have one linebacker, and just have uh, Beatty kind of play like a kind of a hybrid position. You I mean, can do I, that on defense, I guess. You yeah, can, I mean, I have like Kelly Bryant as like a safety, and then I already have two corners. Gotcha. And then if I so if I put Kale Garrett at like linebacker, I don't know. I'll, I'll get creative with it. So what am I missing? Another still need a lineman? I guess I guess so. I'm gonna do another uh throwback pick to last year. I really, really wanted to just go ahead and pick Yasir Durant <laughs> and have like an actual offensive lineman. But oh man, this is tough. Actually I am just gonna pick a offensive lineman, but it's gonna be Trevor Wallace Sims. I'm going to go with the coaches, the first team all SEC offensive linemen. That's a steal. Well, with the last pick you're going to be really good at blocking one of my guys, at least. Yeah. All right. And then my last pick is going to be pretty easy. And I'm going to pick for my quarterback, Lindsey Scott Jr. I'm pretty sure he was your quarterback last year. Yeah, I think he was. Because, over Drew Locke. Uh, wow. Over Drew Locke. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I had to explain that for like a while, like why yeah. we I was doing that. <laughs> well, I picked Michael Wilson last year, so. Well, but it made sense. Yeah. All right, I'll run through my team real quick. I've got Kelly Bryant, Christian Holmes, Jonathan Johnson, Daniel Parker Jr., Cale Garrett, Tyler Beatty, and Trevor Wallace-Sims. I have Larry Roundtree, Jordan Elliott, Jalen Knox, Tyree Gillespie, Albert O, Akale Byers, and Lindsey Scott Jr., Man, I really wish there was a way we could actually like, well, decide a winner here. Last year, I popped in NFL Street, the video game for PS2, <laughs> and you would tried to create our teams. However, you can only create them in the single player mode, where you go on to play NFL teams. You can't. There's no way to like save them as a team that you can play with, or mm -hmm. save the players as players you can play with. Just very to pick up games and stuff. I'm going to look into the details of maybe NFL Street Volume 2 and see if that's any different, and uh, we'll see what we can do. Or mm -hmm. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll do some research into that, see if maybe we could put together a matchup of these two teams in the virtual on the virtual gridiron. If anybody knows Barry Odom, just like let him know like we want to make this happen. So yeah, maybe you <laughs> could definitely just, like, hey, can you like gather these dudes up and make this happen oh you mean in real life that irl match real, i am talking life. about real life cameron i mean yeah like one of them gets hurt playing in this like <laughs> seven on seven thing i feel bad for us my life just it could just be part of practice or just yeah you know have a little scrimmage seven wait on, so is seven this, on seven drill is this two hand touch or tackle actually, but well in nfl street it's tackle okay with no pads gotcha. also seven no on seven in helmets. real life that's a little violent we don't need to do that yeah yeah, yeah. Real life seven on seven, you don't have linemen. Yeah, it's like true. skill, skill players. Yeah. Well, I feel really good about my team, even though I didn't really want to have the first overall pick. I feel like I had to take Kelly Bryant, and now my bond with him is is greater than I ever could have imagined because he's on my team. Yeah, I'm gonna have to root against him all year now. <laughs> Look Just, what you've done. <laughs> 
So we're going to, um, we haven't, are we going to post the full teams on Twitter or make people listen to the episode before, so they know who's on whose team? I think I'll just post the full team. And if people want to listen to the podcast that to, for our explanations and stuff, they can do that. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think very many people are going to vote if they can't see the teams. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They might forget. They don't have to listen to the podcast while they're trying to tabulate <laughs> their vote. But yeah, we'll have to, everybody will have to go on Twitter and tell us who's team would win in a fictional matchup where uh, both teams have to play offense and defense and when we uh, tweet out the teams you might see us in there trying to give our case for really the jockey for our team why yeah. our team should win cameron what do you think producer cameron what do you think looking at these rosters producer cameron unfortunately missed our player breakdown episode <laughs> uh you don't, and about the yeah, I'm not thirty episodes before like I listened to the episode. <laughs> <laughs> we understand your honesty. Um, it's okay to say you don't know sometimes. I don't really know, but probably Kyle. Oh my gosh, going for the repeat. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. Oh well, yeah. The well, world's like against re- us. I'd like to uh, remind the listeners that uh, uh, according to you, the voters, uh, I was the champion of last year's seven hundred seven draft. Uh, so th- I thank you very much for that, everyone, and I hope to uh, to be the repeat champion this year. That's okay. Uh, we are happy to be underdogs. You know, we got that chip on our shoulder. We're ready to prove people wrong. So what are you saying we? Me and my team. <laughs> 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 me, me and Kelly Bryant. True. Daniel Parker Jr. and I, all of us together, our team, we're ready to prove the doubters wrong. Yeah, I really. And think, I see two uh, of them in this room right now. Yeah. Man, Kelly's going to be like on those option plays this year. He's instead of handing off to Larry Roundtree, he's going to be like, "Nope, got to throw a touchdown for Cameron." But when Tyler Beatty's in the game, that doesn't true. matter. That's Win-win. True. Oh gosh, man, you could really have the double up on me there. Yes. And then he throws a pass to Jonathan Johnson. Mm, game over. True. Yeah, there was another poll asking poll. who we should pick with the number 1 pick. Who yes, people would exactly pick right. with the number 1 pick. Yeah, we had two polls. First poll was uh, who should have the number 1 pick? Uh, and that was a dead tie, so thanks a lot for that, everyone. <laughs> and then the second poll was, if you had the number one pick, who would you pick? And so the options that I just threw out there were Kelly Bryant, Larry Roundtree, and Jalen Knox, and then I also made a little uh, option for someone else. Jalen so. Knox? How, did anybody pick Jalen Knox? Yeah. Uh, Kelly Bryant was 28%, Larry Roundtree 47%, Jalen Knox was 14%. And someone else was 11%. So we did have a couple people respond um, and say who they would pick number number one. Uh, commit to the zoo uh, at Show Me Zoo said they would pick Albert O. Mm-hmm. And I think that's definitely, there's nothing wrong with that pick. Uh, I did respond to him and I just said um, my only reservation with picking Albert O first would just be because he would have to play both ways. Yeah. And I think there's better candidates to play both ways than Albert O, but I still think he's perfectly capable. And you picked him. So I, you're I did end up acknowledging him. that yeah, he was my he's going to get exposed pick. on defense. Yeah, he's going to get completely exposed. Uh, just kidding. He's going to be amazing. But I wouldn't have picked him first overall for that reason, but I definitely am happy to have him on my team. Okay. The second person that uh, gave a response was Adam Nichols at One Cardinals for Life, and he said he would pick Daniel Parker Jr. Okay, that's so what I'm talking about. that is uh, a great pick, in my opinion, and I told you that it was a great pick when you did pick him because of his 
ability to play both ways. He played defensive line in high school. He played offensive line in high school. He plays tight end now at the collegiate level. So obviously a guy that's extremely versatile. Um, and I think that I probably wouldn't have picked him first, but I definitely think he's a great candidate for this. I got great value this kind of thing uh, in the fourth he's, round. He's perfect for it, absolutely. Yeah. So thanks for uh, that feedback. Okay, producer Cameron, um, we wanted to bring you on to celebrate the 50th episode, but um, another reason we wanted to have you on is because you and I participated in the Fun Acre Open, which is a mini golf tournament here in Springfield at the legendary Fun Acre uh, <laughs> mini golf course on Campbell Avenue. And last time we talked about it, people really were interested and wanted to hear so much more. So um, what are we? We are uh, two of the top... 36 yeah last year it was top 16 i was top eight but oh cameron was top eight not this year so uh it was really fun again um i don't know why i guess just our competitive nature and the fact that mini golf is enjoyable so just put those together and somebody announces a mini golf tournament we're probably going to try to be there at the course that we yeah that we're the only course we play at (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like we don't have as much like bragging rights this year because uh, no players were cut from the qualifying round to the playoff round. We were seated in the top half, though. True. That's true. Yeah. We both shot really good rounds in our qualifying round. So uh, we made the bracket and I had a two stroke or two hole lead because it was a match play after that when you get to bracket play, I had a two hole lead after 10 holes and I choked it away and ended up losing to the brother of the guy that you <laughs> lost to last year, the brother of the guy I lost to last year. So their oh, whole family, that family just yeah, out really to get you. Side, man. Seriously. Hopefully maybe one day I'll exact some revenge, but any controversies this year? Uh, there weren't really any controversies. Not that I know of. No. There's a different guy running it this That's year. That's boring. We didn't have a, like, tiebreaker situation la- like we did last year. But, uh, producer Cameron, you want to tell them how your, uh, match play round went? Not particularly. Well, this is, uh, there is a bit of a controversy here on our hands. Yeah, I got screwed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cameron got the worst draw imaginable because... I was like the, th- I can't remember what seat I was somewhere in the middle yeah I but think, i don't know i was like somewhere around 16 yeah and the guy who won a different tournament last year and played the person that won the most recent tournament held at that course two weeks before really i didn't even know that yeah <laughs> what the heck apparently he had a crappy qualifying round and didn't qualify very good so i had to play him in the first round of the tournament and like by the 13th hole i you're already he, drawing i was already yep done yeah, this guy um, in a four-round tournament that was played uh, just before this one, he won it with an average score. Keep in mind, at Fun Acre, par is 50. He won the tournament with an average score of 36.25. My wow. best score ever is like 39, which I've not even like gotten close to that. Yeah. So usually, like, usually for us, a really good score is like low 40s. We're yeah. feeling pretty good. Yeah. And that's where we were when we qualified. You had a 43. I had a 44, Yeah, which is exactly reversed from last year. <laughs> yeah. But this other guy shot a 44 in his qualifying round. Just ran So I, I was seated higher than him. Yeah. 
and I had to play him. And he's a local legend. He definitely he is. is. <laughs> wow. He works there. Yeah. So. <laughs> but so well, that didn't not, go well. Better luck next year. Yeah, it didn't go well yeah. for either one of us. I uh, I choked pretty pretty hard. I got really unlucky on the frog hole. Mm, that's, that's, uh, that's a doozy. It The ball stopped on that really uh, uh, thin on, carpet. On the fine grass. Yeah, where it should not. It should go in. I've had that happen but to me as well. Yeah. It's it's heartbreaking. So that was pretty frustrating. Um, other local legend, Don Luzader uh, from the KTTS Go Patrol. <laughs> Did he win it? This yes, year? Yes, he won. I remember. Yeah, so he, he wins every year. He went yeah, back to back. He didn't win the year before. Oh, so he's a repeat champion like I'm about to be the seven on seven draft. <laughs> um, that's all that conversation needed to be. So Yeah, better luck next time. You're going to have a real project on your hands editing this tonight. Yeah, tell me about it. Or maybe tomorrow or whenever you plan to edit it. It'll be tonight, okay. Okay, after the movie. What movie yeah. are you going to go see? We're going to go see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. My wife and I are pretty big fans of Quentin Tarantino. Let me know how it is. We definitely will do. We're going to Alamo Draft House. Let me know how it is also. We're going yes. to, I'll let you both know Thank separately. You. Thank you. We're going to go to Alamo Draft House, get some food, mm. maybe a milkshake. I don't mm. know if you guys know, Excellent. but they have the best chocolate milkshakes around. I've had it before. It's wonderful. Oof. Will this make the show? Nobody knows. I don't even know at this point. Yeah, I probably should. <laughs> okay, I got some other news. Yeah. Michael Porter Jr., Oh, yeah. The man himself leaked Adam Silver's contact information on social media. Adam Silver, <laughs> the uh, commissioner of the NBA. <laughs> so uh, he did it on Snapchat, and I, I'm sure it was unintentional, but his post on Snapchat was just, at, it looked like some kind of small venue where there was like a screen at the front and Adam Silver's contact info was like prominently displayed, like his phone number, email, he was like giving a presentation number, social security, everything you could possibly want (laughs) prominently displayed on the screen. And Michael Porter Jr. was just like, yeah, it's a good opportunity to take a picture and post it to everyone in the world. And so he did. You're kidding. And uh, somebody uh, texted Adam Silver and was like, "Uh, hey, you might want to not uh, give your contact info to Michael Porter Jr. And Adam Silver actually responded and he was like, I know, thanks. (laughs) <laughs> so, uh, Michael Porter Jr. really, really slaying out in the uh, in the NBA so far, really killing it. Um, good, see, great uh, to see. Has not gotten on the court yet, and also has not made friends with the commissioner because he uh, gave his phone number to everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did see that. That's pretty hilarious. We can go ahead and announce that we are going to try really hard to be at the Mizzou West Virginia game. Um, so that would be an opportunity to come say hi, maybe. Is there a bobblehead giveaway that day? There's no Drew Lock bobblehead giveaway. Bummer. Uh, we struck out last year trying to get one of those at the homecoming game. I really, I, want one. I really want one for the table. Yeah. Yeah, we need that. Yeah, well, come say hi. We will uh, probably be putting out some kind of content uh, with that little day trip. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll try and put something on YouTube. That's going to be fun. That's uh home opener. Freaking... South End Zone's going to debut, and we're going to beat West Virginia. There will be selling beer, We're going to be guess. selling beer, wine, and wow. really? all kinds of good stuff. Yeah. Wow. At a football game? Yeah. How do you, how do you not hear about that? No. The SEC, I guess, individually allowed their schools to decide if they wanted to sell alcohol, and Missouri has decided to do so. Wow. They're one of, like, only three or four schools yeah, that are going to do it this year. Yeah, not have announced it yet, hmm. at least. 
I think that's the show this week. I think that does it for me. Um, I do want to say, though, just thank you to everyone that's been listening. If you've listened to all 50 episodes, then a big thank you to you. And if you've told anybody else about the podcast or had anybody else subscribe, we really appreciate it. Um, I said it at the beginning of the episode, but this really is the best time to jump in. I think people might get a little bit lost if they start joining in, you know, mid-season and trying to catch up. You can always go back and listen to previous episodes too if you need to catch up real quick, but the longer you wait, definitely the harder that will be. Yeah, uh, I think we've we've really, uh, it's cool to be part of a, of a community of everybody uh, rooting on the same team and um, I don't know, it's, it's been fun. So, so thanks for listening and thanks for being a part of, of Twitter or whatever it is that you guys follow us or, or take in the content. We, we really appreciate it. And don't be afraid, afraid to reach out. And um, if you've got questions that you want answered, um, hit us up on our Gmail or on our Twitter. Um, Kyle will tell you about those. I'm going to tell you all about it right now. Let, you ready? Him, let him know about it. All right, let's let him know. Uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. We're on Twitter, at Mizzou Sports Pod, and you can email us at MissouriSportsPod at gmail.com. And you can find me on Twitter at C underscore Albert08. Thank you, everyone, for listening for all 50 episodes, and we will see you next week. Bye-bye. A special thank you to producer Cameron to being our special guest on episode 50. Uh, We might see him again from time to time, hopefully. It was a great time. (laughs) Ha ha ha!